So welcome back to another episode of the Super Nintendo Bros Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Roger, and as always, except for last time, we have my co-host, the official party bus of the Super Smash Bros Cinematic Universe, Russ Bus. Trust only in the Force. Trust only in the Force. And joining me this week are two of our good friend uh, panel members. We have the man who puts the bro in Super Nintendo Bros. He's here for it. Michael. Sup. Sup. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the Mountaineer of the Mushroom Kingdom, my brother, Justin. What's up, buddy? I'm all here because Bonner's here. Well, technically, wow, that's thanks. all of us because <laughs> if he wasn't here, <laughs> if he wasn't here, we couldn't get in. So, I'm just letting you know. That's actually a fair that's, point. It's really not wrong. That's what I meant, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay, Ross. I came to see you. Uh, that's I, great. That's I, I good. like when you coordinate your hats to the episode discussion. That's always not my not my shirt and and socks this time though. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. But I will say, uh, when the game came out, by the way, we're talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I, I had Breath of the Wild pajamas, and I had a Link's Awakening shirt, Zelda socks, and this hat, which is a Triforce hat for people listening because we don't have video. Uh, all I ready tried, to go. guys. Sorry. <laughs> tried and failed. A lesson learned, never try. So <laughs> Good boy. That reminds me, the first day I ever met you, you all remember this, but it was um, Justin and I went to Best Buy on the Assassin's Creed Origins slash Super Mario Odyssey Midnight launch, and you were there picking up your copy, and you were totally wearing your cappy hat? Yeah, I still yeah. have the cappy oh, hat. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I totally forgot that. <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also have a Mario Rabbit's hat, which I am giving away, because I just will never wear that thing ever again. <laughs> so if you would like the Mario Rabbit's hat from Russ, um, <laughs> just drop drop a note in the Discord. No, seriously. The yeah. first person who drops a note in the Discord and says, I want that fucking hat, literally those exact words, I want that fucking hat, gets Russ's Mario Rabbit's hat. See, I would have just been fine with random people sending me money. I was just going to say, did you just give away yeah, Russ's yeah. He said he was going to give it away. <laughs> he literally used the word giveaway. You could pay to ship it to him then, Roger. <laughs> Part of uh, the giveaway. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so like Russ said, um, Tears of the Kingdom's out. Yeah. It's a little little tiny Nintendo <laughs> release, I guess. A little kind of niche. 10 million copies sold already. Three days. Yeah, oh. in three days. 10 million. 2.2 in Japan alone, which is a lot for Japan. Well, I mean... Zelda. Did anybody else? It is Zelda. Anybody else go out on release day like I did? No. Technically, I did run into Walmart first thing that morning on my way to work to see if they had any collector's editions, and they didn't. But it's fine because you texted me a little later that day and said, "Hey, it's on Amazon." And we all know on this podcast that I'm I don't condone the use of Amazon, but it Same. was it was on my porch the next day, so I was like, okay. Yeah, I also we'll ordered one on Amazon whenever you sent that out. So did nice. you get yours the next day? It, yeah, it was. I can go pick mine up at Best Buy tomorrow. So, yeah. Did anybody GG? open it? I'm gonna open. No, it. I will not <laughs> open mine. <laughs> There's no reason. I'm gonna open mine because I have my Breath of the Wild one. No, look, look on eBay for Breath of the Wild uh, collectors editions and sealed, and then see how much those go for. And I have. They're honestly not terrible. They're like 180, 190 bucks. Which, like, don't get me wrong, is like that's a markup, but. Not as high of one as I thought it would be. So. I mean, it's not the master master edition. That a, one's real. How much was it when it came out? Did I think it was a hundred. Oh, you're. I'm sorry. You said Breath of the Wild. Yes, you're right. It yeah. is very expensive. Um, I'm sorry. I was thinking the one. I, that just I was. Came gonna, out. I was going to say though, Rog, when I went out, I'm not surprised about 10 million because I've never seen so many people buying a video game in person in years. I mean, years. Right. People were at Target. People were at GameStop. 
because I was looking for some of the some of the amiibos got restocked everywhere, uh, and then I had pick up my controller and amiibo at Best Buy. There was lines of people. It was unbelievable. I um, lost my train of thought because you know that tends to happen. <laughs> I didn't see anybody buying it because like when I was in Walmart that morning, it, it's fun because I had to work that day. Rest in peace. You three all had the day off. Oh, no, you're an adult. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I no, I had, I had <laughs> other engagements and adult responsibilities Listen, to wait, do. Wait, hold up. We're not, we're not going to allow this, all right? Mister, I went to Disney for a whole week while I worked and I hated my life and I have health issues because I hate my life, all right? As I was saying. Exactly. <laughs> so we took a day off because we saved our vacation time. I, right? I literally, I got up at 4.45 that morning to start playing Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> he was because I got up at by 5 a.m. Like I normally do yeah. before anyone else gets up and I started playing I was it. like, I'm playing this morning. He, he was already out, online. Yeah. I was, was like, like yeah, this mother. I, he texted me at like, I think six. And you're like, you said something, and I was just like, I sent him a coffee emoji. I'm like, I got to get my coffee. <laughs> but yeah, I got up super early. I played it for a couple hours. It's like, this is amazing. So that's why I was at Walmart like 7 a.m. to see if they even, or well, 7.30, whatever. I left my house at 7. They didn't have any, but it worked out. Um, but I, I did end up taking a half day off. I came home early and played it. Worth it. And fun. Well, it, here's my, my funny Zelda coincidence story. So when the Switch came out and Breath of the Wild came out, my dad was in the hospital because he was having issues with the gallbladder and all kinds of shit. He was, his health was weird in 2017. So I go home, I'm playing Zelda. And my mom calls, calls me, she's like, hey, they're taking your dad to the hospital. I'm like, dad, you gotta stop fucking going to the hospital when Zelda games come out. At least you have a Switch. That, that was the takeaway? Wow. <laughs> so what you're saying is somehow your dad's health is tied to the releases of Horizon games. <laughs> Horizon games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. For, Burning Shores came out like two weeks ago, and then this game, and then uh, the original one came out like a week don't before Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It could be Xenoblade DLC. He's, still, trying we don't tell, he's trying to tell you, don't blame Zelda, blame Horizon. We'll blame exactly. Horizon. Exactly. That's that. Because Tears of the Kingdom is a significantly better game than uh, than anything that Horizon did. Oof. You haven't even played it. I'm not going to say that because I haven't played, played it. You haven't even played Horizon Two. I played some Horizon Two. I played Horizon One, and I'm still I'm having trouble swallowing that statement because they're okay. both the same game <laughs> essentially. But uh, anyway, they are very. For those of you who aren't like PlayStation owners or haven't played the Horizon games on PC, Horizon is like the first Horizon came out just a few weeks earlier ahead of Breath of the Wild, and it was. They were similar games, and then Horizon 2 came out, and it's like, this is Breath of the Wild with Redheaded Girl. <laughs> yeah, Horizon 2 wasn't... Uh, I haven't finished it yet. So I, I want to get, I wanna get back to it. I only got out of the It's story. a great game. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, took it's me, wonderful. I think like four hours. It's a long, it was a long intro. So wow. and Anyway, we're here to talk about... Yeah. This, um, could I just say something real quick about... I don't know if I mentioned this in chat, uh, but the morning... Of I, I had an appointment I had to go to. Yes, I figured I'd just go pop on the switch real quick, start it up. Uh, Wi-Fi was out, and you know how you need to uh, phone home the first time oh, yeah. for pre-order. You got to check, you gotta oh, check no. the internet. Yep. Yeah, so I had to wait until I got to the appointment to connect to their Wi-Fi and just to get oh, it. Did you going to do a hotspot? Hotspot. Uh, it wasn't working. I tried that. <laughs> okay. It just, serious, it just dude. it just noped. <laughs> well, no, no. Think about it. Hotspot would require internet connection. My internet was out. Hotspot would require your cellular connection to be cell service to be internet. Okay, well it still wasn't working because you can't use Wi-Fi <laughs> on your phone during that. Um, but <clears throat> also, so my, my dad is fine; he's home now. 
So nobody cares, for, Roger. For those of you worrying, like my dad was in the hospital when, when Tears of the Kingdom came out. He's not in the hospital anymore. He's, if he's, someone had happened to your good. dad, we wouldn't be here recording. This is very true. I, I would not be here. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so this is usually the part of the podcast that I've decided recently we were going to start talking about games we're playing, but I think we all know what all four of us are playing. I literally haven't played anything else since it came out. I have. I have. But we don't have to talk about that. There's a lot to cover here, and we don't have a ton I, of time. I actually so. have to say something. Okay. Great. I've been playing Overwatch uh, so too, excited. and I'm pissed off. They're stupid crap. They've wasted years on this stupid single-player thing. Then they canceled it. Big waste of time. They're stupid. Blizzard sucks. That applies to Nintendo. It is on the Switch. Let's just move on now. Fair. I said say Blizzard sucks. Um, Why everybody's getting hyped for Diablo. I think Never forget that Blizzard literally... Just sucks. Never forget that uh, Warcraft Three Reforged <laughs> still is, not, and never forget that Warcraft Three Reforged still isn't fucking playable. Uh, well, that's it. That's all I got for it's you, been boss. years. Justin's therapy sessions here on the podcast. I mean, yes, what we were playing. Did you pay forty dollars for for Warcraft Three Reforged? No. Okay, well I did. I'm and so doesn't work. I'm not stupid. I wait till um, I did. I did. Uh, leading up to this game, just real quick, I'm just going to say Breath of the Wild Master Mode and Ocarina of Time. I started master, uh, master Quest for that. Didn't finish it in time. I have 40 side quests left in Breath of the Wild. Oh, well. Just, you're a monster. Uh, like, you really there's, are. There's just no... There's no uh, I'm an no idiot is what there's I a machine. am. <laughs> well, I know Justin tried to finish Skyward Sword. You made good pre- progress. made pretty far. You, you did good. I tried to finish Trinity Trigger, but there was a massive uh, difficulty spike in the bosses in the final dungeon, so I was like, I'm done. I appreciate that you're playing the game and you're not just <laughs> shitting all over it like a certain someone. Well, you know, I mean, I got my opinion. Well, just... List of games that Justin said he was going to finish before Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Hogwarts, Skyward Sword, <laughs> Elden Ring. Hold up. Let's not get into fake news here, all right? I said I would finish Elden Ring, Skyward Sword, and Elden Ring, and Hogwarts and something else was before BG3. Which I still have time. You you do still have time, but you're also don't we have also time. have Tears of the Kingdom, and you're also going to get uh, Final Fantasy 16. I think I'm going to wait on Final Fantasy. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, wow. you can't yeah, even yeah, finish saying that. <laughs> Me who had to like spend time talking you into going to too many games because it came out the day after Final Fantasy 16. We didn't bet on it, but you said I wouldn't do. Uh, you ma- you want I wouldn't finish Master Mode before you, did. you didn't beat it. Speaking I of- got 120 shrines. Uh, over half of the side quest done just, and just, killed Ganon. It's half full. Oh, and you, you, also, did, you did kill Ganon. You yeah. also skipped okay, the yeah, Trials of the Sword. That, that's, I can go back and do those at least. No, you killed Ganon. That's that's beating the game. That, that counts yeah. as beating it. You did yeah. so it. You took me, it took me a few tries. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, Russ has got himself a nice limited edition uh, Tears of the Kingdom console, which means... And case. I thought you were talking and about a shirt. I was like, that no. is not a Zelda shirt. Um, but the, 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 the point <laughs> I'm trying nice to make is, shirt. you guys know the system that's sitting right in front of Russ means, right? It means I owe you fuckers steak. That's true. So you yeah. guys are going to come out to my house and I'm going to grill some steak soon. Roger sees actual photos of a system <laughs> that does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. I could tell my boys ever has a steak. <laughs> I didn't say I was coming. I just said you had to grill it for me. <laughs> you didn't say he wasn't going to just cook them well done. I'll be on you on. Flip the steak. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be feeding it through the screen. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm going to make all the motions and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we all have uh, we all have fantastic things to say about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, we all have very positive things to say. Uh, I know I, I do have at least one negative thing to say. I know, Michael, you have some, some negative things to say. So we're not going to have a circle jerk today. 
even though, well, we are, <laughs> but we're not going to have a circle jerk about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, although this will be, <laughs> I think Justin might leave. Um, we, um, I'm, I think we we mostly, however, all have very, very positive. How are we going to go about this? We're going to go round table? Are you talking about the, the circle jerk or the discussion? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> could, I, could, I, could I just start with something real simple here? All right. A little experiment. Think back to 2017 when you first played Breath of the Wild. Where did you go first? Temple time. Okay, after the after the Great Plateau, where where like did you go first? Zone? Like what what divine beast did you tackle first? The Zora, Zora one. Zora. 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 Yep. Justin. Okay, this time, I know I don't think you've done a single. I haven't done a single dungeon now. We'll just we'll just call them so dungeons because yeah, I'm not we're gonna, gonna put out there yeah. there are dungeons in the game. Yes, I, that was in the trailers. I don't know how everybody's shocked about that. Right. It's not well. A it's, right. We're, we're uh, we'll there's been a lot we'll of tiptoeing here. Yeah, but so, I mean, Tears of Kingdom. You've just been exploring. Mm -hmm. I have gone to Rito Village. I'm, I will I will refer to it as that. Bonner? Uh, I went to the Zor Domain. And then... I went Roger. to Rito Village and did Dungeon. And but also, aside from that, I've been mostly exploring. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of exploring, too. I only have two things done. You also uh, have like 35 hours in the game, though. <laughs> I don't know how many hours yet. That's going to be a fun thing to well, find out Saturday. A, if any one of us could open our Switch and look at the uh, trending games, and if we put up or pull up tears. Actually, open your switch. I don't know if that's correct, though. I don't know if this is advisable because like, if I just I show like the game, it's probably all spoilers. <laughs> I literally played like six hours on Friday and like at least five or six hours on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I don't know how Sunday. accurate this particular thing and is. Ron told me it said but five plus hours. I'm like, that's... I it might not like five, plus, five hours. plus hours is accurate. No, but it goes like five, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, you don't have Wi-Fi. So Still, <laughs> the fact that it says five um, plus is technically not trending. inaccurate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, okay. yeah. Which that's why, that's why when anyone asks me how much and I go at least one, so so that way like, I can always be right. Yeah, you need internet for this. <laughs> okay. Under trending, it'll show the trending games that your friends are playing. If you click on that, it'll show you like how many hours in. So you, you know, checked. So you so you stalked on stalked me to see how many hours I played. Roger, assignment: when you get home, check on it and post it on Discord. The four of ours hours. I, I can't see mine. You can't see your. Own. I'll right. get, I'll give you. But yeah, not until not until uh, a week has passed. It I, says started six days ago. I can't uh, confirm okay. that uh, as of last night though it passed Fire Emblem Engage on my most played Switch games. So it's got to be in the area of twenty hours gotcha. that I put into it. So the point I was trying to uh, get to before is that I think this game is a little less uh, in some ways. A little less uh, handholdy, uh, signposty, um, guiding you to a particular objective. Because you get off that great plateau in the in Breath of the Wild, and you're immediately drawn to Dueling Peaks, or maybe maybe uh, you have something told to, to, uh, told you to go that direction. I th perhaps I think there was something um, that told us to go that direction. Well, apparently there's something that tells you to go to Rito direction, and this one, and I just ignored it. When you get to look at landing. <laughs> yes. um, and talk to um, is it Pura. Is that her name? Pura. 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 Yeah, the Pura. Pura that that Pura whole yeah Which that whole a nasty name and I hate it. <laughs> that whole interaction with her and the other two there that are involved in like kind of getting you started in Hyrule. They mention the Ritos. Gotcha. So, and if you go, if you go to a nearby stable, like, they also neat. talk about. See you it. later. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. You could just you could just do that. Like I just said, all right, see ya. I'll come back to Robbie later and got the tutorial hours and hours later for how to throw something. 
I, I had no clue you could just throw the items. Literally, they tell you that uh, there were there were rumors there were sightings of Zelda at Rita Village, and Michael's like, "Zelda's there? Oh, fuck, fuck Zelda! I'm going over here now." It was more like, "Oh, someone's talking. I'm going to hit B three because I don't <laughs> care what they have to say." Skip. So. Yeah, the ski. <laughs> but I, you know, like I like how there's like a central hub town now. It's like it's not really a central hub, but it's kind of like it's where things are happening, you know? Because safe zone underground. You have your underground safe zone, which I found a big mine in there. Yeah, with the demon statue. Yeah, I've got the demon statue yet. I, I, my my weapons that I could use to break rocks with all broke while I was in there, so I got to get some more. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know if you found it yet, but it's just like a. It doesn't spoil anything. There's, the game offers you the ability to respec, which may have been in Breath of the Wild. It I was. Don't know. Yeah, 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 it was. So I don't. I didn't know that. So um, that was kind of cool. That was a side. That was a side quest in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, to introduce you to that. Uh, yeah, wow. I did not know that. You didn't know you could respect? Oh yeah. Um, wow. Like I know right now in yeah, tears, I, I have, <laughs> I have seven hearts. Now, mind you, one of them is from. I guess it's not a spoiler. One of them's from a boss because Zelda. Yeah. Um, and I'm working on getting my first full second stamina bar. Like I, I want a full second stamina bar because I've been doing a lot of climbing in my explorations. So, like it's you know, it's time to get some more stamina. Gotcha. I'm going to talk about one of my complaints in this game. Okay. Um, and this is spoilers only for Breath of the Wild because if you've seen anything in the game that uh, any of the the pre-trailers, anything like that, they showed off the abilities and what you can and can't do in this game. And you have them literally right at the start, so it's not a big deal. Um, but anyway, the ascendability. I would take Revali's Gale over the ascendability any day of the week. I find the ability to climb mountains and hills and things like that and structures to be very limiting with the ascendability. Uh, there's certain th parts where, don't get me wrong, it is, it is far above and away uh, better than Rivali's Gale. However, all things considered, in my experience with the game so far, I would take, especially in some of the new zones that the game introduces, would take Rivali's Gale over the ascendability. So, all. and you're wanting that basically as like a launching point to get up in the air with your glider? Yeah. So yeah. Or just sca scaling the side of a, a hill or something like that to make it quicker. So there's a workaround. Things like that. You, you start a fire, and then once you get in some of the snowier areas, you get a holly and pine cone, you throw that into the fire, and it creates an updraft. Where, where am I going to start a fire in some of these areas, though? Because okay. Well, yeah, if you're like always... already on the scale of a uh, side of a mountain. Exactly. Well, you're not going to really. start a fire inside of the mountain. You're right. Or, or if there's always... no, nothing on the ground to start a fire with, because not every area has grass. But... But you can carry wood, you can carry flint, and you can carry the pine oh, cone. does there have to be grass? You drop the, you drop the wood, No, you, you drop the flint, wood. you hit the flint, fire. Right. However, I don't have a lot of flint, and... Get good. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, <laughs> I sorry, the answer I've collected problem. a fair bit of flint and firewood, so I, I'm actually, not... Uh, I actually thought a send would be... Maybe I just haven't run into it as much. I thought I would stand under dueling peaks, and I could just get all the way to the top. I'm a little more surprised that, like... You basically find like the you like you said, Bonner. It was like the little structures that you can like just go up just a little bit, and then you like start climbing, and then you can go up a little bit. Um, I haven't really found. There's like one treasure chest I found with ascend where I just like zoomed into an area. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how I actually found this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd have to say it's not my favorite so far. But um, I, I'm willing to give it some more time. But I, I totally understand that it's a. Uh, that Rivali's Gale where you just boost up and yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Rivali's Gale. Was I'm not great saying going. I don't like Ascend. Mm -hmm. I find it very useful. And I it's actually it was, really I thought, technically I it was impressive. Be OP, but 
<clears throat> I guess I was just wrong about how it worked. So. I just, in the sense of world exploration, mm-hmm. like it is, I would rather have a volley scale, especially in the in the areas that I've been to so far. And I've spent a lot of time in some of the new areas trying to not give away what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the new world mechanics this game has, there's just a lot of unseen things, a lot of darkness, things like that. And it would be a lot more beneficial for me to be able to launch myself up in the air at a moment's notice and then glide across the darkness as opposed to mm. having to look around and see how to to jump up. Yeah, so totally just, makes sense. So okay. just, again, that's my opinion. I'm not saying that <laughs> Ascend sucks. Like I said, it's technically impressive. It's really cool to do, to pull off. Um, and when you find, like, one little niche point that you could dive up through, it's really cool. But uh, all in all, I'd take Rivali's scale over that anyway. You know, honestly, like, with with that ability, I I don't know that I'd call it my least usability because I also don't use recall oh, that use, much. You don't use recall all the time, That man. is so overpowered. <laughs> it is. That if you, I, if you know how to use it. But I haven't been in many situations I where I haven't used it that much. I only used it whenever like stones fall out of the sky. I'm like, oh. See, oh, this okay, is... Okay, hear me out. Yeah, this... If you, if you want to make a bridge to cross something, let's say, mm-hmm. instead, just take one object, move it, move it back towards you, Holy and then God. use recall. Yeah. Now yeah. you have a moving platform. <laughs> Mind blown, dude. Wow, I never solving, that. I'm not I taking solved. credit for that. I saw it on a YouTube video. I'm like, I am an absolute <laughs> idiot. <laughs> dude, I have saw... Like, literally just went through... I beat a dungeon over the course of last night and today and i used rewind or recall whatever it is the entire time that's cool like on everything i fall off of a i threw an item off of accidentally off of a hill earlier or not a hill off of the top of like a a little bridge and it went way down and i was like this sucks you know what i did i jumped back on top of the item and recalled it it all the way back up as opposed to climbing the wall things like that top tip if you ever are in a panic and you uh are starting to lose something don't use ultra hand use recall it Mm -hmm. has it stops everything in its tracks it has a longer range and you're just bringing it back to you. You're not going to be fighting to try to grab. Like, Ultra Hand's much more of a grab mm-hmm. compared to Recall. That's pretty neat. Recall is just way too powerful. I definitely need to play at that ability more for sure. It's way too powerful if you're actually... Uh, Galaxy I, I, brain I, I, actually, level. Well, actually, I'll Justin's to, I'll, too I'll, dumb to pull it off. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get to that later. I'll get to the Well, I mean, there's, there's shrines where it's like you have a seesaw, and it's like, all right, I think I know what I'm supposed to do. But yes. let me just use recall instead to have it go reverse as I'm walking up it. And I just there's there's been shrines now where I just I don't care. I'm just going to use recall or I'm yep. just going to grind on it with a shield or whatever. Just, there, there was a puzzle I did earlier with a it had there were tons of balloons, oil jars, all time. It was clearly signposting that it was like wanting you to light these jars and then have these things lift up and take this thing with it. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I just used the uh, lifted something and then let it fall, climbed on top of it, used recall, lifted something else while I was doing that, jumped over to it while it was back up on its way on recall, and held the thing to shine the light and won the puzzle. <laughs> oh, like, and that's the thing, too. Like, Nintendo designed the game with people doing that in mind. Exactly. Like they they specifically yeah, said awesome. like they were inspired by people breaking Breath of the Wild with the with the ways they used abilities when they made this. Yeah. It's like, you know, for another example, I was in a shrine yesterday and like I could tell that it wanted me to use like ultra hand and fuse to get to this one it's really a puzzle at that point, but you have to get up to the top of the shrine. It's near the end of the shrine after the main part of the puzzle. 
And there are two poles you had to fuse together in order to climb up and reach a treasure chest. And I was like, well, I could, I could do all this stuff with this, with this big, massive uh, wheel and do all this. Or I could just, you know, ascend and ultra hand it, you know, ascend through the platforms and ultra hand the poles up and just climb up them. Which, you know, absolutely worked. Yeah, I know awesome. the way I was supposed to solve the puzzle. My, but, my, my counterpoint to your volley scale versus ascend earlier is that when it comes to puzzles, at least, I think ascend is a better utility in that sense. <laughs> for the options that it gives you when you're in a shrine or a dungeon. Yes, but my my counterpoint to that <laughs> would be the fact that those dungeons, or I'm sorry, the not the dungeons, but like the shrines, specifically the shrines, are all literally designed around those abilities. So that you yeah. can't really... It's a, yeah, that's I, hard. Also, I think Vervali Scale would just completely break dun the dungeons too. Yeah, I mean... Because if so, you haven't... Well, I, don't, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the case necessarily, but uh, certain dungeons have very specific height to their floors so that you cannot use Ascend. Yeah. Or it's only in specific spots yeah. that you could use it. Because otherwise you could just go wherever you I want. I was down in the depths and I was like, watch this, Jalen, I'll just go back to the surface. And I like <laughs> did Ascend and I was looking up, I'm like, oh, you can't do it. She's like, do you know what you're doing? I'm like, no. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you can. There's there's, there's, I, a, I was there's like, a specific I was pillars of but I, in I mean, the depths. I was just literally standing in the center like, watch this, you know, like while I was uh, walking through the depths. There are certain caves where it might be beneficial to use Ascend instead of walking out. Oh, no, no, no. But, like, we're talking, well. like... Yeah, in the depths, there are specific spots, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm sure there are, okay. yeah. but I wasn't standing under Like, them. they're giant square pillars. I was literally standing pure They're darkness. almost, like, lit up, like so, a beacon mm -hmm. to get out. So, she's just... That's fun, because uh, I've only been in the underground twice. I, didn't, I haven't spent a whole lot of time down there. I went down there one time to get my uh, my camera activated on the pure pad. I just got the camera um, activated. <laughs> and another time was, like, oh, I actually fell in here because I'm going to look around about it, and that's what I did, but, like... I couldn't figure out how to get the hell out. It's like, how do I get out of here? Like, I couldn't find a place where I could do it. I literally had to fast travel out to a location that was a that's how I little farther away than I wanted to be. I, I fast traveled out the first time, but now that I've been going down more often and uh, not being too spooked out by uh, what's down there and the Fancy. darkness and such. Yep. <laughs> not, not even going to shy away from that, 100%. Uh, gloom hands are terrible, by the way. Um, I've just go down there until I either just want to warp away or I find something I'm like, all right, I guess I'm, I'm done. I see the I see the exit, so yeah. to speak. I feel like I, when I see gloom hands and they're close to me, I'm like, well, honestly, like, this could be a Lionel or a Gleok in front of me and I'd probably have better luck escaping than it would be gloom yeah. hands. Especially if you're in the Rito zone, or um, I'm sorry, the Zora zone, the beginning. There's just, it's, that's where they, that's the only time I've died by them. Because there's less, there's a mechanic there where like the ground is really sticky, and if you walk into it, it like you can't, you have to like, yeah, you have to trudge for it to wash. And there were there were the glue mans there, and they just they wrecked me, dude. Like I could not get away. <laughs> they are definitely into, rough. I've not run into them yet. Well, I, I you know, you. I was telling you guys before the podcast are like the first time I encountered them. Um, actually, where they were, I ended up finding a, a certain particular piece of equipment that is iconic to the series and I was very excited to get. Um, which I've talked I've talked to you guys about already what I found. It was like one of the first things I found in the game. But um, was my mind. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I still have not found that. No. It's yeah, it's it, it took a little bit of exploring of the Hyrule Castle area to find it. But um I, I got to the gloom hands and I didn't really know what they were other than like, oh these are these hands that are coming out of the ground at me. I don't know what to do. I jumped off and glided to the other end of the room and I shot a bomb arrow and they all just immediately died. I was like, oh, well, they're not, that's not bad. And I went up, 
upstairs and found my reward. I was very excited. You know, next day I'm just going around Hyrule Field, walking toward a shrine that I, that I had seen when I was in the air. And this was literally not too far south of Lookout Landing, toward you know the uh, the Mayruins that area. And just all of a sudden, there there's gloom hands coming out of the ground, chase me down, and they just absolutely annihilate. I think me. there's different levels of gloom hands because I've encountered different attacks from them. Yeah, I didn't say no chance. Yeah. Without, without going into specifics, I, uh, there, there's, there's been different uh, experiences for that. I'm proud to have killed one <coughs> so far, and that's about it. Like one hand or one set of hands? One one set of hands. Okay. I'll consider it lucky that I killed the ones I did. Like, I probably shouldn't have killed them at that point. It's, I thought, oh, I'm just going to try a bomb arrow because they're pretty far away. And Justin, how are we doing on spoilers so far? I think we're doing great. Actually, I wanted to bring up something. Um, since I think everybody's played the game, what do you think about the starting area? Because Breath of the Wild, like, I don't know about you guys, but I literally watched, like, because at E3 before, they let everybody play the starting area, and I watched that, and I kind of knew exactly where to go. Like, I'm like, oh, I go over to this. We never saw the starting area at all, and I just think that they've kind of, they've kind of mastered, like, the opening of a video game. Like, it's just, hey, you start here. And just just go. They they signposted a little bit, but not really. I got lost a little bit. I kind of like start climbing because I knew exactly what you were talking about. Whenever you jump off that first area, Bonner like texted me. He's just like, "I'm in some snow area, getting wrecked." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "I was there too," but like there was this path. It's not really like a path like that. You know, like you see it on the ground and you start following it. But I just really like. I know it's very different for Zelda. I know it was very controversial for Breath of the Wild give you your abilities at the beginning of the game. And I, I I personally like it. I know a lot of people don't like it, but just want to know what your guys' thoughts were on it. I thought it was pretty, I thought it was kind of linear because you get an ability and then you pretty much need that Im immediately in order to mm -hmm. get to the next shrine afterwards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's the thing with that is like you can, call, you can you know, go out those shrines, the three shrines up there, four shrines rather, for those abilities. You can go at them and you order minus the fourth one. Um, See, I just thought, I thought they were pretty... I, th I, I thought they were pretty linear, at least when I was doing it, but maybe I was just not really opening my eyes to the like, uh, possibilities of, oh, I don't have this one yet, but I could do this instead. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, is it is that starting area in Tears of the Kingdom also not, it, at least to me, it felt much larger. It was pretty the Great big. Plateau. It was pretty big. In it Breath took of the a Wild. while. Like, and I had to, like, there were a couple of areas where I was like, how do I get there? Or how do I get there? How am I possibly getting up there? And I had to really use my head to figure out how to get from place to place <clears> more so than I had to in Breath of the Wild. I, I think one of the things I just wanted to to bring up is that, like, sometimes I love RPGs. So sometimes starting a new RPG is just, like, daunting to get in the mindset because they're like, oh, I'm going to have to go through a lot of talking. I have to go through a lot of this. And the beginning of the game happens, which sets up the story really well. And then they're just like, okay, play. And... I, I personally love that, especially coming from Skyward Sword that I played about <laughs> 25 hours of. It's a, it, it it's took like, a lot to get going. It, it takes a while to get going, but it's not just that game. It's a lot of games where the beginning of the game takes you a while, and they just they got your story in, and then they're just like, okay, go. And they've done it two games in a row that yeah. I, I feel like is Masterclass. Whether you like that they give you all the abilities at the beginning or not, I, I think that's totally debatable because... That was one of the special things about Zelda back in the day was, oh, I got, you know, the uh, the hook shot now, and I can go to other places. But um, I just think that it's so fun that you could recommend the game and to somebody, and in an hour you could text them and be like, what do you think? You know, whereas, like, if I told you to start 
Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy, it would be like four hours before I could get any thoughts on the battle system or anything. Right. And, and you know, I think 3D Zelda up at two, uh, Breath of the Wild, they were very notorious about those slow starts because, I mean, you got to think about it. Twilight Princess, you had that really slow start with, you know, learning Wolf Link and, you know, going after goats and things like that. And, you know, it's Skyward Sword. You had all those tutorials in the beginning. It took forever. Uh, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, they all had these long... But it's not just Zelda. It's a lot of games. Yeah. A lot of games. You know, you I know, just like... played Dredge today. Like, literally, the first thing you do, there's like, hey, go fish. It was like, sweet. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Zelda game isn't getting enough credit. Uh, that's more recent. Link Between Worlds. Why? Well, I wasn't. That, that I is was, a relatively short uh, intro before you just start going. I wasn't meaning it about a Zelda thing. Yeah, but I mean, like talking about like the items and stuff like that. But just like, I just really like what they've done with like, we're gonna give you an area to start out on, some mystery to it, and uh, go play for four hours. Yeah, I, I really do like the way it sets things up, um, and kind of introduces you to the game that way. And that that opening though. That opening story cut to set what's going on in Tears of the Kingdom. I loved it. Best opening to a Zelda game. No question, in my opinion. Bonner, it looks like you have some choice words for Roger with recent comments. <laughs> Maybe about Twilight Princess. Can you really say that Twilight Princess' start is not slow? I mean, no slower than any other Zelda game. Well, that's I, think, I, I think it is great I, pacing I'll because just... it's a chill, relaxed town. Yeah, I I liked it. You I'll, fish. I'll, per, I'll go out on a limb and say I did not enjoy the Tears of the Kingdom opening. I yeah, like the cutscenes. Right, I cool. like the story. I like obviously I, that's why I'm here. I want to find out what's yeah, yeah, going yeah. on in this world. But like I walked out on <laughs> this is gonna sound so stupid. I walked out I'm and that the first you, thing fine. I thought was like this is just a dollar store limb grave. Like the way I liked the Great Plateau because it was empty and it allowed me to focus on where I needed to go. And I think that's what we're forgetting is the fact that the Great Plateau, even though it was probably a little smaller than we were at, it just didn't have anything on it because it needed you to go where you needed to go mm. to get out into the world. But this game didn't have that. I couldn't see 20 feet in front of me without 17 things that I could interact with. And so I, there were paths to go on. There were things like that. But I found I saw that path. I know exactly what you were talking about, especially in the snow area. Mm -hmm. But the problem is I went the wrong way. Like, I didn't go down the path. I went up the path. <laughs> and it was like, get to the, the Temple of Time. I was like, I will do that, but I don't know which way to go. I could have looked at the map, but the map had like this circular kind of like pattern to it. So eventually I just started just wandering around. And while I was totally fine with that, like I'm not no, yeah, yeah. the game there. I just, the game didn't, I don't know, I just didn't feel led in any one direction or led in the right direction outside of, like, Breath of the Wild. I didn't need to check my map to do that. I just knew where I needed to go and had fun with it. I don't like the game, I don't like the game, like, having to break itself to bend over backwards to get me from point A to point B. I want it to, to lead me there naturally. And I don't know, I just didn't. I think it's a good point. Love, love the the intro as much as other. That's people. interesting because I felt like I was just being pulled by the nose across, from <laughs> trying to shrine to shrine to Temple of Time. No, I think I think it's just different minds. I yeah, mean, yeah, like like the recall that you guys were talking about. I'm like I literally didn't even think of that, and I I wondered about the Great Plateau because I watched it so much. That's why I prefaced it by saying that I literally watched the Great Plateau gameplay a lot. They didn't show this one at all, so I wondered if that marred my vision of how I thought about the Great Plateau. Because, like, I the whole time I was on the Great Plateau at the beginning, when I first got my Switch, was I want to get off this because I never yeah. saw anything else, you know? 
Whereas this one, I stayed up there for a long time because I never saw any of it. So that's a really good perspective on that because I, I was just wondering if I watched too much of the Great Plateau, which I may have done back in the day. So Well, a lot of what I was doing, I just... Because the game puts a lot of these little puzzles in front of your, like, in your way to get you familiar with your abilities, and that's totally fine. <clears throat> but I just found it to be a little too laborious. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't want to have to create all of this this stuff. What I liked about Breath of the Wild is that you had all these ways to kind of skip past certain things and be as creative as you wanted to be. And now I feel like they're with this game, they're kind of forcing some of that creativity on you. And the only time you have the freedom to do that is in the main story beats. Like there's a lot of the side stuff that I've already done that has really forced me to have to be creative when sometimes I just want to be mindless when I'm playing video games. And I feel like that's something that this game leans into a little too far. Again, not a bad thing. I'm right. not saying the game is at a, is detrimental or that's detrimental to the game's score in any capacity. It just, you know, I've got too much going on in my, my day most days to sit down and want to think about video games. I just want to play. I know one thing about the opening, too, that kind of bugged me is after the opening cutscenes or whatever, it's, I really feel like when you first start on the islands at the beginning of the game, I truly, at first, until I got outside, I'm like, oh, this is Breath of the Wild again. Awakening. Find some clothes. Pad. Well, I mean, that's on purpose. Well. One thing, one thing we can all agree on, this is at least a thousand times better than Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. I don't think I never played it, so I don't know. <laughs> I take your word on that. It has, a, it has this game has a better frame rate. Redfall is a, is a thousand times better than Major because we nuts and bolts. Ooh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's that's that a that's a tough one to say. I'm sorry. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that that that's a good opinion on that. And uh, one thing, like you couldn't get off the Great Plateau without the paraglider. Yeah. You could have got off uh, the top, but they wouldn't let you. Like, you could have sailed that little bird thing all the way down. But they or you could have just dove off into the water. <clears throat> what was going to stop you? Well, you didn't know that. In oh, you had a death plane in Tears of the Kingdom if you didn't finish the main beats first. That's oh. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. That, like, why limit you just to get you? That's, that's what I'm talking about, the, the difference in how the game has to hold your hand in that beginning area yeah. to, to get you to do what you have to do. Which kind of makes Here, sense, Breath though. of the Wild didn't have to do that. Which kind of makes like, sense, though, because if you were to just jump off the Great Plateau at the very beginning and not go around the shrines and get anything, just dive into the water, you would have no way to get back up there. You wouldn't have a fast shower point. You wouldn't have any abilities. Yeah, that's that. I thought there was a death plane on the Great Plateau as well. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I thought there was a death thing. Yeah, I thought you couldn't get off of it. Well, yeah. Well, there's too big of a gap. It, you would fall and die. Yeah. But that's my point is, like, you could have jumped off the Great or the starting area of this and then dove down just as simply. Anybody? Uh, but you can't. Anybody go back to the Great Plateau? Yes. I have not gotten there yet, but I'm looking forward to finding it again. No, I it's, can't. It's I, still there on the map, Roger. You can you can go anytime. Oh, I know. That's, I'm aware. That's another complaint I have about the game is I don't think the game does a good enough job. Like, I feel like it's too hard to find ways to the sky. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I have one. I have intentionally <laughs> looked at the map and went, okay, there is something right above me. I can physically look up and see it. How the fuck do I get up there? And I'll spend 30 minutes roaming around trying to find like a falling block or something to get up and I just can't find it. Are blocks falling random or they just kind of happen when you go? I, I think I, I think someone has to be on a script. I think there's like when you're in a script? certain radius. Because I, I, I feel like I've just gotten lucky sometimes. Yeah. Because like even if they were on script, you'd have to be looking in that direction. 
Okay, that's a, still be on a script. Right, but I mean, like... <laughs> Viewpoint facing this but way. But I mean, like, if it, fall, if it falls over here, you're not going to see it. It could right. have fell. I mean, but uh, you still have to have some kind of luck to see it. Yeah. Well, like, I know, for example, when we hit on a script, one of the sky view towers, you actually, I think it was a couple like this, but I remember one of them specifically in one of the snowy areas. You have to enter the tower from the top. You can't open the doors from downstairs. And there, I mean, I'm sure you could have taken time and climbed it, but why do that when there's a conveniently some falling blocks nearby? And you can just rewind those and then just glide. Yeah, there's on some over. there's some cool uh, tower segments where you can't just go straight in, or yep. if you go in, <clears throat> then maybe the terminal's not working and you have to go do something. I just else. assume that, that some of those sky places that I'm just not supposed to be at yet. That's yeah, there's that there's one that, that I really that's wanted just how to go I to. Feel about it, but if the game is truly just like go anywhere you want. <clears throat> I could see that being frustrating, but I'm just like, I guess I don't have the abilities to, because I'm assuming there's more things I can do of building, doing things. And, yeah, clearly uh, you but, just need 20,000 rockets, and then you could just go wherever you want. Uh, you get, <laughs> well, use that yeah, but then you'll time space. out, too. Like, I, <laughs> I wrote a, I wrote I a, about that. a, something that I created off the side of, of a, uh, the sky, and I was like, I'm just going to fly this bird thing. Like, I put some fans on it. You you sit towards the back of it. It tilts up, so I get some air. And after a while, it started flashing green and disappeared. Yep. So it's like, so there's no, like, I can't even be creative, use something to fly, and then I can't just use it infinitely. How do you get them to like, not disappear? The birds? Uh, I mean, it. like the fans. Is there a way to, like, recharge them? Well, you can you, you can you can expand your battery, like your I, hearts I've and seen, such. I've seen that, but I haven't. Well, you can use it. your Zonai charges to recharge them before yep. it dies. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is they'll, they'll literally flash green, like it, that says like you've been using this for too long, and it just disappears. Like, but if you charge them, do they? No, no, no. It's no, not no, a battery. No, the thing. bird, the bird itself just expires and disappears. Uh, the fans, yeah. the fans are fine. Uh, we have any uh, like, okay, I, I, I think gotcha, it's the only gotcha. thing that just disappears. Well, I got you. It's That's a it's a little bit of a weird. <laughs> I, I I get that they don't want people to just fly everywhere, but I kind of thought part of the game was embracing exactly, yeah, almost all the way back to like Super Mario World, where it's like if you want to just get the cape and you want to just fly over the whole level, you can do that. Yep, there's nothing stopping you. Huh? Well, I didn't know that. Well, I, I guess I've never flown long enough to know my my bird would disappear. <laughs> well, I was like, I've I, I, I took off, and then I was like, okay, like it's just gonna keep going. This is cool. And I noticed it was going down, and then I moved back towards the back of the the little bird thing, and mm. it tilted up, and it started flying upwards. I was like, this is legit. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm going that way anyway. Let's just go. Yeah, who needs a control stick, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess you could just do it faster. Could you attach rockets to it and be like, I got to get there faster? Maybe would that, would I didn't have any rockets it? like in my <clears throat> gotchu pond or whatever that's every time thing I called. find one of those little gumball machines, I just <laughs> yes. throw five in it and get whatever it is. Yeah, if you put five in, you get extras. Yeah, you it's like ten <laughs> yeah. or something like that. But um so that's that's like one of my core complaints about the game is like I feel like with the new abilities, they put a lot of limiters on what like what they allow you to do. Like Russ said, I, I see why they do it. You know, because it, it can kill some of the sense of exploration. But then, like, if you're going to give me a falling block that leads me to the sky, take me up to the sky. Like, I've I've been on, like, a few of them where I hit rewind and it goes up, and I get into the sky, and I'm like, I literally can't access anything There's nothing to do up there. Yeah. It's just, yep. I, I, I am now up. Yeah, that's exactly that's right. It. And it's like, that's cool if I'm for traveling, but the whole point of this was to me get into the sky to do sky things. Um, a lot of the towers that I've hit, like, on the way down, there's just, like, random floating debris I can land on with literally no ability... I can do on it so it's like some of some of the game I'll, I'll just say this 
I hit open world fatigue so hard, so fast with this game. Hmm. Like I landed on the ground, did the <clears throat> did the starting sequence where you go into the like the Hyrule Castle right at the beginning, came back out, met all those people, and then ran out into the world. And I was like, I am. I don't know how much of this game I'm going to play. Like I was very oh, wow. fatigued very quickly. <clears throat> and that's why I immediately latched onto the story and started doing story content because I don't want to be fatigued on a Zelda game that fast. Um, I feel like when they added the extra sky content and the extra, um, you know, the, the depths content that we've talked about before, it's, it adds a whole new way to experience the world. But I feel like, if they added it because they needed to find a way to keep it fresh. Cause as I'm exploring the depths and you know, the sky and things like that, um, I've only been in some of the sky islands as part of story related content. And also, um, the depths have been remarkably empty for the most part, as opposed to just finding the next light route to, you know, see more emptiness. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I, I'm enjoying the game for what it is, and I'm enjoying the story, but as far as, uh, I don't know. I feel like Tears of the Kingdom is singing, but only off the back of Breath of the Wild, um, and vice versa. I feel like if Tears of the Kingdom may have been able to pull off exactly what Breath of the Wild did, you could literally jam the entire story into Breath of the Wild into that same world, and it, wouldn't, it, would, it could have just been a longer Zelda game, and it would have been just fine. And I think it's worth noting too, because uh, I, I mean, as somebody who knows, you know, your gaming habits and your gaming interests, you know, he's not like beating down on Zelda being an open world game just because I know, like, you're like me. You typically would rather not have an open world game. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm more of a fan of linear story. Yeah, I'd, and, and I'm the same way. <clears throat> and I'm not bashing this game that, at yeah. all. Like, I'm no, totally no, fine no, with no, going. I got, and yeah, I totally get it. Having a great time exploring. <clears throat> I've I've done plenty of just random mountain climbs and things like that, but I am, I'll find myself running across a field in Hyrule and going, good Lord, like, I'll just check my phone while my, 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 you know, my hands on the thumbsticks and running. Just get a I, horse. Build a well, car. Even so, it's the same. I'm not, I'm not building <laughs> Become a car. Horsey I, boss. <laughs> I despise this, the building in this game. I just don't want to do it. I like did it. you, did you get, uh, the other ability, um, I can't. No, find I have. I, I have. I have no? not. I haven't no, found the ability either. Let me do that quest. I, I even looked it up because I'm like, I gotta know how to get that. Okay, so so we all know what this ability is. Should we talk about it or not? A word. I don't know what to say on the podcast. Okay, <laughs> I know what it is. I'll talk to you. After. I know what it is. I just I don't want to. Yeah. See, I got. I can imagine I got, someone listening and being like, no. <laughs> so yeah. I I had the exact. I, I feel like I had like almost the opposite experience because I got suckered into from their GDC talk for Breath of the Wild, the just core gameplay loop. You go to a tower. You see what's all around you. Put down pins. You go to those places. You get distracted by things on your way to those places. Yeah, but I've played and, and distracted Creed and distracted. <laughs> like, for well, fuck's sake! Hey, <laughs> I've played so many Assassin's Creeds. <laughs> I don't like open worlds, and yet somehow that just does it for me. And I that's, guess that's. I guess if I just want that brain, like that that level of brain level of like uh, engagement, <laughs> yeah. and just zone out and chill. I'll I'll say this about Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. When it comes to the towers, I like that the only thing the towers do is grant you visibility on the map. It doesn't tell you every village. It doesn't tell you every quest. It doesn't tell you who should talk to. It just lets you see what essentially the landscape is like. That's it. And I like that. And if you zoom in far enough, you might make out some details of like, that might be adventurous. That looks like a 
Didn't complete. even know I could zoom in the map. <laughs> if, you, if you zoom in enough, you might be like, oh, that looks like a weird shape. That might be a complete house, yeah. oh, something. Nice. And then just drop a pin. You, can, I mean, you could drop a pin either using the right stick click or through the map. I use stamps. I stamp all over the place. I'll stamp I put stamps for things where I've like died and it's like, I'll come back later. Yeah, or, I've done that too. Like, yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. somewhere. Well, skulls. Skulls everywhere, skulls, man. Yeah, I put skulls. And I put like, <laughs> stars. I put stars if I'm like, I'm like, there's, there's got to be something here, you know, and then I just come back later. Oh, so. something I want to follow up on with you. Have you gone to Eventide? No, Is I it called not. Eventide? Eventide? Even, I don't even know I think it's Eventide. About. I have not. Uh, all right, what? all right. I'm not gonna. I mean, <clears throat> you haven't gone there either. I'm assuming, but I'm not even like that's that's all I'm gonna just say. I will, just, I will get there. I, maybe check I, that place out. I went. I went back to the Great Plateau. That's why I wanted to make sure I had before I came here. So is it in the game, the Great Plateau? Mm -hmm. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still <clears> there. <throat> yep. I don't. That's I, why I asked. I'm like, did they rotate the map? Like, I just like <laughs> for some reason when I dove off of. Uh, I have the entire map the, uncovered. The the Great Plateau in Breath of the Wild. I thought Dueling Peaks was this way, but it's like that way, and I'm like. Somehow, this video I'm like, be great. you know, like, I, I just did, like, I, I'm like, am I remembering this wrong? Because, like, I yes. thought everybody went to Dueling Peaks because it was, like, straight that way, you know? But it, it's not. It's that way, which I just was, like, really confused. So that's that's why I asked that question, because I was standing up there. I'm like, they've rotated this world. And I'm just dumb. No, I think... I. I I think someone on Reddit pointed out, or maybe it was like Digital Foundry or someone that, no, they really did actually move the sun in the sky so that the lighting looks different. So it's just in the a world. different time of the season. Almost, yeah. I guess, yeah. Okay. So, but, yeah, uh, one thing that is very beneficial is having knowledge of things in Breath of the Wild of like important places and just I've saying, places hey, uh, what, what does this place look like now? What, what, what's back here? Tarrytown. Terry, I, 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 I gotta get. Well, I gotta. You haven't gone to Tarrytown yet. I gotta find huts in that son of a gun. I saw My it. God. And I was like, that looks neat. And then left. <coughs> did you do that? any of the? Did you no, do I any of the sign puzzles? It. Speaking of signposting, oh, the oh, pre yeah. the president or whatever. I did one of those. Yeah. No, I, I've done so many. Of those. Done like I walked up to one and he kept dropping the sign, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And just left. I was like, this guy's a you're, nerd. You're, the idea is you're supposed to, is that he's an idiot and that you're supposed to. Prop up the sign for him. Yeah. So this before is a, it hits the ground. If it, no, this no, you do it and then you talk to him. If this is the sign right here, Don't he's holding out. it up. He's holding it up. You would uh, you so would like Roger with the microphone. Like my microphone <laughs> is randomly falling over just now. I actually don't know how he it's, pulled that out. The weight, Roger. Don't let the microphone go to, uh, outside of the weight. But uh, you basically like take a piece of wood, like and so like there's That's two really great editing. for uh for video listeners. They'll understand, but audio listeners gonna be a little tough. So, like, if you have a signpost that's, like, bolted down from this side and this side, it's going to fall this way or this way. So, you would put a piece of wood and just prop it up like oh, that. Oh, while he's holding it. And then, you okay. like, once you put the wood there and you prop it up, maybe you need, like, a board over here to, to glue to that so it doesn't slide. <clears throat> you then talk to him. You're like, let it go. He lets it go, and he's like, oh, sweet. And then he... <laughs> gotcha. You get rupees. You get you could get puff shrooms. You could get all sorts <clears throat> of... Oh, goodies. Okay. Well, now that I know that it's and for some give me reason, good, I'm, I'm like, definitely not gonna I, do it. I keep seeing them. I'm like, I got to go to Terrytown to figure out what the heck's going on here. You know? Gotcha. So I don't it, think about it like that. I literally am just like, I don't give a <laughs> shit about this guy. Yeah, that, that's that's the guy I was uh, pushing the what an idiot gif because you just keep running into him and he keeps holding up the sign. Well, that, that's one thing I like about the game is the mystery. I'm like, what is? Are they really going to be rebuild Hyrule in this game? Like, is he going to actually go around and build something there? Like, that you put the sign up. And that's why I'm like, I got to go find Hudson. Will it happen? I have no idea. But, like, 
the thought of it, I'm like, this guy's putting up these signs for a reason. There's materials there. Like, why not? I think yeah. be... someone listening is probably like, you're a dumbass. And that's yeah. fine. There, there's, a, there's a different, <laughs> but that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. that maybe they're going to rebuild Hyrule. There's going to be houses everywhere and stuff like that. So I might be really disappointed, but then that's okay. I'll see a dragon in the sky and I'll be like, why did he fly in that cavern there? <laughs> yeah, and then I'm gonna go explore that. So. I went to jump into a chasm. I'm like, what is what is coming out? Oh no, it's a dragon coming right at me! <laughs> I had to dodge <laughs> the thing trying to go down into it because I've just been trying to go down into the depths more and, and mapping out the rest of that because I've mapped out everything above and I have 71 shrines done. It's like the depths? I gotta I gotta okay, find something more. The, <laughs> Sorry, I don't have I, I don't have any other time except Zelda time apparently. The depths I found. I don't think this is a spoiler. You can cut this. Uh, well, I was trying to smack that. It did not work, so you'd see a thing on the thing. <laughs> but I found a map, and it said there's an X now in the yeah. depths. Yes. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, you have a reason to go search down there. Because, like, when I was down there, I have to give you credit for that. It did just look like a big open field. And I'm like, what am I doing down here? But if there's some kind of legendary item down there, see, this is where my imagination goes. And then Jalen will question me a lot. She'll be like, why do you just enjoy this? And I'm like, yes. I'm like, for some reason in my mind, I'm like, what's over that hill? And I'm yeah, really entertained yeah. for a minute. And then I get over that hill and I'm just like, huh, there's a Korok seed here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, Fuck. <laughs> what's over there now? Like, in, uh, maybe I just am blessed with that mind that, you know, for that kind of game that, you know, that I'm just like, I just really enjoy that. Like the moment to moment of being like, I have that kind of mind to just be like, I enjoy going over that hill and then I can get distracted by six other things. Like a normal person would, if Hudson thing is like nothing, they're like, this is stupid, but I'll just be like, oh, all right, well, what's the next thing I can do? You know, um, you so can always go abuse a Korok. I uh, could always, I could abuse a Korok. I <laughs> did do that just to show Jalen that. And then she went on Instagram and searched it. And she was just, I'm like, don't show me anything. <laughs> she was dying laughing. She's like, oh Listen, my those God. Those videos are really funny. <laughs> but like, <laughs> before we do those videos were a thing, like I was trying to help one of those Koroks get to his friend. And I'm trying to get him across a river. Well, I kind of dropped him in the river and I was like, I'm going to get across real quick. And then it's, Grab him again with my ultra hand. No, that 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 shit. He's gone. I'm so sorry. Out, he they floated. Respawn? Do they respawn? I don't know. I'm so sorry Eventually, though. Yeah, and um, they'll be pissed at you. That little guy. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that little guy floated away. I lost. I lost into the current of the river. No yeah. spoilers, but caves and depths. Uh, there there are goodies. It's not maybe not every cave. Maybe not every depth you go down. But I like how they're different. But you, I thought they but were there are the goodies thing. to get. Like I thought caves were the depths. Nope. nope. They're, they're, not. they're not. It's really cool. There's uh, caves, there's wells, and then there's the, the depths. There are wells. Yeah. I like they, the wells. Anybody meet a person in a well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So maybe that person shows up in the first well that you probably show. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, they're like, there's no, actually, they like don't. 50 some they wells don't. or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. They tell you how many wells there are. Or yeah. at least they tell you how many she knows there are. There might right. be more. Right. Than yeah, there might yeah, be more. Right. But she said that. I did three already. Yeah. So that way she didn't show up in the first one then. It's fun. I found the well I went in where she was in was the first well I went in. Really? So, yeah. That's I cool. think it was the second or third one for me because I didn't see the well in that area the first time I was there. And, I was, and then I went back later to pick up what I was there to get. I was like, oh, hey, yeah. there's a well here. And I went down there and. Well, well, well. I've seen well, a lot. Well, well. I remember seeing a lot of them and I was like, neat wells. And then I went and I was like, oh, I can go down here. And I was like, I just. I just thought like every other game, it was just a well, bottom like of the well. A, with, a, with a floor in the bottom of it or something. But well, well, well. Well, I well. actually started going to the first dungeon 
and I got up to the first shrine. First dungeon. Which one would that be? The Rito one. Okay. Which everybody. So you did go Rito. Okay. <laughs> I did go. I did go Rito because they told me to, and uh, it was definitely in a way like. Look at you, sheep. Less, uh, <laughs> but like when I got up there. There was a shrine because the whole time I'm like, oh, if I fall off, I've heard Bonner tell horror stories oh, about this, God, like falling yes. off. And I'm like, if I fall off, I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. And I got to that shrine, did the shrine. I'm like, I could teleport back up here. We just jumped right <laughs> off. Like, I was just like, I'm out. And, like, and that <laughs> is why I started it. And then I just went in a complete wrong direction yep. for so long. I regret interrupting doing that, though. I really should have just I'm stuck gonna, to the story. I am going to go back and do that because... I think there's there's a reason. I, I just want to beat one at least. I wish I could have beat one, but then I'm like, also, it's kind of a good perspective that I'm the person that's just like, I really have ADHD. I'm just like, oh, there's a horse out I, there. I have it so bad with this game. I really need to clean up some pins. I had a pin uh, in Hyrule Field that was yellow that must have been stick staying there forever for a shrine that I just never touched. Yeah, Because hmm. I just kept getting distracted with other pins and then putting other pins on, on other <laughs> things and just so on and so forth all around I can't run out of pins and then I'm I like, can't oh, wait. I better go do this. If, so. if there's Hero's Path somewhere, I can't wait to unlock it because I really want to see just this madness <laughs> of, of uh, line I drew on the map. So, I, well, Michael, what was that you said earlier about uh, the Ritos in our chat? Um, that I hate all the bird people and I hope they die. And fuck Cass in particular. <laughs> wow. My big complaint. Where the fuck is Cass? Oh, I've been no. all over fucking Cass Hyrule. Where's missing. Cass? Darn. He's still final boss, don't you know? Is he dead? <laughs> I think he died. It's How many years later was this? I don't know, but where is he? You know, I hope you do find him, and right when you find him, one of the blocks that you so desperately are looking for lands right on top of him. You just see a puff of feathers. Where is he? Like, you're just going to find a rotisserie somewhere, and there's going to be an accordion <laughs> next to it. Dude, that would be epic. Oh, my God. That would be the most delicious meal, and I hope I, it loses hearts when I eat it. Oh, so, my gosh. I don't remember seeing him a ton in Breath of the Wild. Just a few shine, shine crests, uh, a few stables. He was more He'll be back. I'm sure I'm in, sure in the done. DLC. He played a pretty big role in the DLC. Oh yeah, the DLC. Yeah, I'm just talking like original Breath of the Wild. Like that Champions Ballad is kind, so weird. He's kind of random. Like, but yeah, I, I'm sure he's there somewhere. So like we we talked about the abilities. We talked about the like some of the the open world and new areas. And I wanted to talk about like the actual like core dungeon mechanic of this game um and i don't have anything negative to say this is all positive i obviously have only done two of them um so this this could all be different for right. whatever's remaining so keep that in mind but from what i played the dungeons are like when people were like talking about dungeons one of the core the core zelda thing is you get into a dungeon you find an item that you utilize for that dungeon and then it becomes a core part of the the world moving forward that you need to utilize to beat things after. Yep. Obviously, in this game, your abilities you have up front. So the the dungeons, from what I've experienced so far, have been such a neat blend of the open world and like shrines and puzzles. And they, they don't feel, they definitely don't feel like dungeons to me still. And they still feel pretty small compared to dungeons and old Zelda games. But I really like the dungeons that I've done so far. I have not been a big fan of the bosses so far. I know everyone else has talked about the bosses that they've encountered have been great. So hopefully moving forward, they've been fine. 
but I've been pretty disappointed in every boss battle I've done thus far. You said you haven't gone to the Rito area yet? No. Well, okay. prepare to be disappointed because that took like two seconds for me to beat. Just have a bunch of bullet time and... Hooray. Yeah, just <laughs> spam it. But, um, of course, the bosses in Breath of the Wild weren't really that impressive Well, and, either, and really, so. though, when you're going into the dungeons in this game, at least the one that I have done, you do have to make use of you know, newer mechanics that weren't made available to you right from the get-go in order to solve the puzzles in that dungeon. Right, but I think that that's... A, I already know what you're talking about because that's a reoccurring theme. It seems like every single area, there's a mechanic that just sticks with you moving forward. That right. you, that And they you really get. only serve two, pur two purposes. Just one specific thing, and then the thing that uh, unlocks a, like, one-fifth of, of getting to the final boss. Yes. And that they also serve to scare the shit out of you whenever you're just, like, standing there, and you're like, oh, my God, why is that thing right beside me? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me a lot already, so... I think I, I think I think despite the faults that uh, it still has with the dungeon uh, design of just you have these points you can just go to them in any order. Uh, I still think it's a step up compared to like it's in terms of aesthetics, definitely in terms of the journey to get to them. Yes, yeah. From what I've done so far, my my core complaint with it, however, is that the game doesn't have any type of difficulty scaling because of that. Yeah. So, like, I, like, for instance, like, when I went to the second area I was at, I was getting hit, and it was, like, uh, uh, like I had, like, 10 hearts already. And, like, I was getting hit, and even the boss, when it hit me, would do, like, three hearts of damage. And I'm like, this is lame. Like, there's, a, <laughs> there's very little penalty for me, like, suffering and not doing well here. And I, I like to be rewarded in games. And everyone knows that about me. I like a challenge in a video game. I like dying a lot because I feel like I'm, I'm, it's forcing me to get better. Zelda does not challenge the player in that way. Now, you might be out there and, like, suffering in those moments, and, you know, I'm not trying to insult you because you're not good at games, but the game doesn't scale in difficulty, and I think that's just, that's, once again, a detriment to the open-world design of there, any there's game. There's some areas that have, because <clears throat> you'll have, like, the red bacoblins, the green ones, and then I ran into a gold one, and he just... Gold ones are... Just one-shot me. He's the a one-shot. I mean, and I think of the Lionels from Breath of the they're, Wild. They're, like, gold-skinned. They're, like, gold... Uh, yeah. yeah. There's, okay. like, gold skin. So, like, I wonder if, if you go into a dungeon, like, if you just explore trying to get a bunch of hearts, then I wonder if they... It would be a good idea to be, like... Okay, there'd be normally red people in here, but there's gonna be gold people in here now. That, well, that's what I mean. The game <clears> doesn't <throat> have any type of obviously it has that so out, far. It has that out in the open world, and you like you don't really know that anywhere. You know, like you just kind of wander somewhere, and you're like, oh, I see a gold dude. I'm not gonna mess with him, uh, like a Lionel, you know. But well, I've only seen one if, of those. If it's so anything far. like if it's anything like Breath of the Wild, there is a hidden scaling mechanic. It is just not scaling that fast. Uh, it is dependent on what you do in the world and how much of it you do. Even even in Breath of the Wild, just finishing Ganon and then re-entering the game with that gold star on your profile, mm -hmm. that does not in increment the meter. Like, there's no way to see what it is, but you can see when a Lionel changes color or a Bacoblin or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you really want that challenge, Master Mode immediately just bumps that up so that yeah. everything is harder. Not just not just in terms of, like, regenerating. Start, mm -hmm. So No. <clears throat> Because uh, I'm not, well, I'm not gonna replay. Like I only played Breath of the Wild once. I'm probably never gonna go back to it. When yeah. I beat this game, I'm probably never. gonna I go did because I'm it. an idiot. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Because like, like I said earlier, I play the game for the story. I know the story. Like it's not going to draw me in um, with that type of open world. The linear stuff like Twilight Princess or, you know, God forbid Wind Waker. Like I'll go back to it and I'll play it over and over again. Uh, not Skyward Sword. Fuck that game. Um, there it is. But <laughs> <laughs> this I won't do. I'm so. excited about the dungeons just because I, I'm, I feel like I'm one of the only people that didn't really have, I mean, Obviously, the Divine Beasts weren't very variety or anything, but I actually, I enjoyed them. So I feel like I'm really going to enjoy these. Like, just... Oh, don't get me wrong. I have my complaints about the dungeon design for Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I think what made me so negative on Breath of the Wild was just how drab the aesthetics were. Yeah. But going back and playing it recently, those those were still pretty fun to do. Um it's, it's a little, it's a little divine, funky having I, this. I thought the divine beasts were dungeons, but I, I, I get it. Like, whenever like you're in the top area, the starter area, when you got a key to open the door, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, there's keys in the game, which I, I don't think there are keys at all. <laughs> no, the there, were. there were. Yes. Were there really? Yeah, there. Where? Some shrines have them. Oh, so it, try, it wasn't. Yeah, you never not, really had like more than like one key and yeah. one door. And, but see, you know, I think there was like a, a key place. icon and everything. Like by yeah. your nail, I was like, oh yeah. Like so, I knew so, immediately. I was like, I know where this is going. You know. To be fair, <laughs> I haven't seen another one yet. <laughs> uh, some of the dungeons in Breath of the Wild have keys too. What is it? Some of the dungeons in Breath of the Wild had keys too. They're dungeons in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> the divine beast. The divine <laughs> beast had keys. <laughs> but again, one of the time, that's all you had. Um, anybody have any final thoughts they want to sh- talk about before we uh, move on? I do. Okay. Play this game. It's really good. I agree. I know I'm... I, I don't want anyone to think I'm, like, shitting on this game. Not, like... Unlike Shadow Sword? Like, yeah, that game sucks. Don't play that game. No, I, I uh, say play that game. Don't play Wind Waker. <laughs> Russ is an idiot. Don't listen to him. I uh, say play Wind Waker. <laughs> he's also talking about how he's replayed uh, Master Mode of every game. So you, you, you don't listen to him. I say I say um, play Wind Waker. Well, I'm sorry. I wanted the additional <laughs> challenge and and replay the game at the same time. And I also say that a Link Between World is not better than Link to the Past. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's a discussion for another this, time. Uh, I'm not getting into that now. Yeah, my like- complaints about this game are just solely like things I would like to see done better. Um, I would have preferred a new, a whole new Zelda game. But like I said, if you you could have made Breath of the Wild twice as long and shoved this game in it, and it would have made sense to me. Now, obviously, like that's not feasible, but like from a story perspective, right? Because that's how I want to play this game. But all in all, I'm really happy with it. It's it's a good experience. I'm excited to continue to talk about it over the next couple months. So, now do you guys think this this will, that will continue the story of this particular? I mean, that's hard to say because I've not. Well, that's a good point. I mean, we haven't beat, beat the game. Uh, <laughs> so I think I'm now, the only one yeah. here that's gone through and got all of the uh, uh, additional story beats um, that you can find in the world. Nerd? Yeah, I'm sorry. Not, I've only got one. I've got two or three. Yeah. I, I did read somewhere that they said this formula is Zelda going forward. Well, I they said open world is going to be Zelda going forward. I yeah. do remember that. Um <laughs> the look of disappointment wow. on Bonner's yeah, face that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I really, I really hope they can just keep the, some of the uh, uh, classic I, designs somewhere. I still. couldn't imagine if they made like Ocarina. Let's just say they made Ocarina Time remake. I'll just finish with this. Like, it would be really hard to just be like, I want to go over there and I can't climb that mountain. Like for me personally, I'm like, oh. Zelda well, good. That's, that's always that's always the, the dilemma when you have remakes is like, do you remake it you know, just in saying, a way like, that if you were to go forward now yeah. that the series has done that? I mean, I totally get it. They could they could pull it off, but it'd just be like, I don't know. It's but just, but the question of like, do you make do you remake? A, I mean, really, this could apply to any game. Do you remake it in a way that is uh, faithful to the original 
uh, or do you remake it in a way that uh, brings it up to what current standards are for that franchise, perhaps? Like Ocarina of Time, do you make it that linear? I think you'd have linear. Yes, little yes, linear is a little harsh. You yeah, you would. Have if to. you're remaking a game, you capture the original but, design intent with current ability to program. But I'm just that saying, is like, the definition because that is exactly remake. what Owen Queen Worlds did. Going off a look to the past, but if they made like Ocarina of Time two, like maybe we're using remake term was a bad idea. Hey, cool two. Did they do that? Doesn't that we call Majora's Mask? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I just forget. Ocarina that. of Time three. <laughs> so yeah, three. It would just be weird. Like I don't. It, it's more like hubs and everything. I, I'm sure they could pull it off, but um, I I'm personally happy about it. You know, I well, can see how other isn't people. Isn't that just Tears of the Kingdom? Hub World? No, Ocarina of Time three. I don't know. I'm just no. kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God, what? <laughs> Technically, Tears of the Kingdom is Breath of the Wild 3. It's a trilogy. Where's, where's the second one? Little one. The Hyrule Warriors. Uh, no. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I refuse God. to acknowledge those games. It is story canon. No. Age of Calamity is story Age canon. Age of Calamity is. Oh. Age yeah, of Calamity that's unfortunate. I'm not, I refuse to accept that. Hashtag not my Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, listen, I've given my theory. The The first Howard Warriors games ties the three timelines together and is the predecessor to the Breath of the Wild trilogy. See, I just I just viewed it as Breath of the Wild is the actual, and I'm sure they can reckon this to be whatever, but this is the actual thing, and all the other stories were just the legends that... Where, where to explain things like Mini, Minish Woods in Breath of the Wild? They someone made up a story about these little Minish people, hmm. and that and that's what Patreon you Patreon exclusive episode. Russ going through the timeline. I'm here for. Oh it. God! No. Oh no! <laughs> yes. Oh no! Yeah. Good, good luck, Russ. Can we, can we be... also go through the spinoff timeline? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I would love to talk about crossbow a, training. I want this as a monologue episode, like him just. Hello, everybody. That was such a long, long episode. Great. <laughs> <laughs> going through the 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 books. Yeah, I have all four books at home. I, I did not pre-order that strategy guide. I, I can't justify it. You're a believer. Well, yeah, I have the other books as well. Um, so we said we were going to do a uh, seal quality for Breath of the Wild. We don't want to get one of Tears of the Kingdom because none of us have beat it. There's a lot of Tears of the Kingdom left to go. That you know, I, I feel like with a brand new game like that, I want it to I want to simmer in it for a long time before I give it a, a seal quality. I'm talking a couple of years, you know, and then come back way later. Um, I don't want to you know, dive necessarily too deep into the discussion of Breath of the Wild because we've just spent, you know, okay, gold, an hour, an hour and a half <laughs> talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, but you know, Maybe give everybody one minute, you know, so that way okay, Justin, uh, why don't you take a minute to uh, give me your your take on it and why you're in the seal? Give me your seal and why you think it gets that seal. I think it should be a gold. Um, just because I think it redefined open worlds. Um, and <laughs> there's something special about Breath of the Wild. I mean, it is is a, a game that changed open worlds that showed people that the Ubisoft formula is trash and that whenever you go to a tower, it does just explore the, the map and it shows you where you can go. And it I, I think it redefined everything. And I, I could not imagine giving it anything other than gold. I know people have problems with it that, it, you know, in this game may have fixed some of that, which I haven't got to yet. And I do have a problem that Tears of the Kingdom, I mentioned to you guys that it could personally ruin going back to Breath of the Wild because it's just everything better. That's a, that's a great argument. But without Breath of the Wild, you wouldn't have Tears of the Kingdom. So I would give it a gold. Call back Runner, to Gurus. Runner Runner over here with the stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your timer. Call back to Gurus. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelsa. We love you. 
Russ? Uh, I guess I'm going to have to go with gold as well. I mean, just that bi- the basic gameplay loop of you go to a tower, you look around, see what's available. You don't have someone else, some magical force telling you, here's all the dots on the map. You make your dots. You find places to go. And then as you go to those places, you'll find other places. And you just continue that loop of exploration and reward for that exploration. Pretty much anywhere you see and that something catches your eye, you're rewarded for doing that. And just, it's so addictive doing that over and over. I don't know why. Maybe that's part of my broken Assassin's Creed brain, but (laughs) whatever. Okay. Mark, I'm going to let you go next. All right. um, Korok. Yeah, Korok seeds. Uh, I just, I just, poo, poo, I just want to let know. I gave Twilight Princess the gold before he goes. Because <laughs> yep. it's a great game. Well, now that you've already... I hope that doesn't change your mind. By the now way. that you've taken 12 <laughs> seconds of his time. No. Um, look, there's no... I mean, I put in like 170 hours into Breath of the Wild. Like, Nerd. I wouldn't do that if I didn't absolutely adore the game. Um, it's... I'm giving this game a rating on how good of a video game it is, regardless of how I feel it conforms to the modern or my standards of a Zelda game are irrelevant because I loved the game. I put in so many hours. The open world was incredible to explore. The The combat was just invigorating, pulling off like flurry rush and like all of that is just, it's just so fun nailing the timings, parry mechanics, things like that are just all, just incredible so barring some issues with like bosses and open world fatigue which are not exclusive to zelda games um i i I can't not give this game a gold regardless it's just too good i just checked on my switch 145 hours between normal and master mode for me i think they're both nerds 100 percent takes one to know one so i mean i'm a nerd so (laughs) I'm not even going to use my full minute. I And I know like people who listen to this podcast have heard me say my downs on Breath of the Wild several times. Um, but that's when I'm comparing it to other Zelda games. Exactly. You know, when, when, yeah. I, when it comes to Breath of the Wild, like as a game on its own, not even looking at other games in the series, it's, it's a gold and there's no question about it. It's quite possibly one of the greatest adventures ever in gaming if not the greatest adventure ever in gaming you know there's just like rusted there's so much to do and you're rewarded you see something way off in the distance guess what you can go check it out you see that mountain way over there with that dragon floating around above it you can climb that mountain and you can fight that dragon you know this it's if you see it you can do it not to misquote walt disney but (laughs) oh i thought you were quoting todd howard if you see that mountain over there, you can climb it. Don't bring him into this, all right? He didn't do anything. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's... Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game. It's like a... I'm not going to give it a ten, uh, an out of 10 score here because it's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say 10 out of 10. it's really hard to give a 10 to anything. You know, it's, it's a great like, 9 point... something's perfect. It's a great perfection. 9 to 9 to 9.25 to 9.5 game out of 10, in my opinion, you know? it's. I wouldn't give tears a 10. You want to know why? Everybody knows why. There's no fishing? There's no fishing. Be 9.9, send it right You catch the fish with your hands. I shoot him with a bow, all right? Every one of them. Then you're fucking badass. I don't know. That's way cooler. What do you want? Um, So, yeah, I think it goes without saying that we have uh, all decided to give Breath of the Wild the gold Super Nintendo Bros. Seal of quality. And the gold Korok Poo lives 
another day to be awarded because we have not given that to anything yet. Yeah, if uh-huh. anyone thought that was going to get Breath of the Wild to kill Korok, that's, <laughs> you're wrong. It's going to happen someday. <laughs> someday, someday something is going to get that gold Korok poosy look quality. Fair. No, so, I know I know a 10 out of 10 on Switch. Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. That's fair. Listen, that's, that's a, an amazing game. That is an amazing game. Just saying, get back I, to it. What, did I you just, it. did you start it and just immediately close the door? I beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Finished the game. It's done. Took no, me, no, there's so many endings. Took me to, you got to get all the endings. I got the ending. There's like I 44 of them. I beat it. It was five minutes long. Michael, tell us about Patreon. Patreon.com slash 13 Palm Trees. You can go there. You can support us and all the fun things that we do. You can get our bonus content. Uh, you can support us starting as little as $1. You can get our undying appreciation. Tell me that is not worth every bit of the $1 a month you will spend on it. I'd pay $1 alone just for your undying appreciation. I mean, I'm all, I'm open to all donations, <laughs> and you will have my undying appreciation. You get outtakes for a dollar. You get credits in our podcast for $3. You get bonus uh, episodes and early release episodes at $5. Sticker of the Month Club at $10. Uh, free merch at $20, and just all the way up to the top. Um, there's a t-shirt of the month club at $40 a month um, on top of, you know, all the tier stack. So it's it's all there. But most importantly, all of that money goes into studio. We have a, a big studio we use for all of our projects. It goes to supporting this podcast. It goes to supporting uh, all the other shows. Without the without the Patreon money, all of our bills would be much more expensive. Um, so any, any dollar amount you can contribute and, or increase your contributions and would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And the, the offer still stands for that free t-shirt for the next sticker of the month subscribers. So yeah, I asked you about that the other day. I was surprised. Yeah. Cause no, I listened no to the takers. last episode. Actually, no takers yet. you forgot the true most important part about that Patreon money. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Daniel can't use it to cure his AIDS. Oh, yeah, that's ouch. Cool. We don't we don't make Mag Johnson money here, but if we could one day, so go ahead and send <laughs> send us over that. Patreon but let, let's be clear though, even if we did, we still wouldn't let Daniel use it to cure his hates. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> so uh, jump onto iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Uh, leave us a review. We would love to hear what you guys think of us. And us, well, we want to hear what you think of us personally. Like if you, if you think that uh, Michael's a piece of shit, go on iTunes and and your review put Michael is a piece of shit. It's okay. But leave five stars. But, but then leave a five star with that and go on Patreon and give a dollar. <laughs> You'll find the link to our Discord in the description of the episode, unless you're already on Patreon. I don't think it's there, is it? Do you put it in the Patreon? Yeah, the link's on the, in the description for Patreon, too. Our Discord is there. It's cool. You should join. It's yeah. the coolest Discord on the internet. It's pretty fun. It's a good time. Yeah, we talk a lot. We have, we have a takes channel. It's great. I mean, I say we talk a lot, but to be fair, it's mainly just the four of us and Max. But we do have other hey, interaction. Bex is in there. We get Bex. I, I, I was Bex for, Bex for Xbox 2023. Bex for Xbox 2023. Bex for Xbox. Yeah, you get Bex. You get Max. You get uh, you get the occasional um, Cody Goldsmith. Good dude. Yeah, there's a there's a good there's a good crew. Get of the folks occasional in there. Uh, Mega so, P. Yeah, yeah, it's good crew. Oh yeah, see, yeah, it's a good time. It short. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't trying to sell it short. But uh, let's let's get ready to wrap things up here. Michael, where can we find you on the internet? Um, Really just hover around the 13 palm trees. Stuff. Hover around genocide? Follow, follow us. No, no. That's <laughs> Daniel's football team, and we don't talk <laughs> about him. Uh, now, follow 13PT Studios on Twitch. You can find us there streaming occasionally. Um, that's really the only place that's relevant to really search for me. You can follow me on Twitter at AverageIdiot121. 
I post a lot of dredge stuff there so <laughs> lately. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Justin, where can we find you? I just wonder if we can find you on Twitter. <laughs> Let me check my email and see if I've ever gotten a reply from Twitter about my recent appeal. Coming soon, Roger. From Elon Musk. Roger's, uh, Subject. Get wrecked. I can, wrecked fix, this, I can fix this problem. I mean, Roger just has a laptop Listen. fixing this problem. But. Listen, I had a Twitter account. Somebody got into it and posted spam, so they banned it. So, you know, I... Well, it sounds like you're full for it being a vulnerable account to So I, I appealed Password a few times one. and they continue to deny the appeal. So I made a new Twitter account. And once they found out that I had that other Twitter account, they banned my new Twitter account. So no, I am not accessible on Twitter. You cannot follow me and I cannot follow you <laughs> and I cannot post on tweets. I am in permanent read-only mode. So, so where can I find, so, so follow where, Roger on Mastodon at. So, so I mean, I could tag him in the most vile, evil, like disgusting shit, and he won't be able to do anything about. Really, it. you couldn't tag me because I, there's no link there to me because. <laughs> oh, of my, okay. So where can you find me on the internet? Well, not on fucking Twitter, Justin. Where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> WV Harp Guitar on Twitter. That's all he's gonna say. That's it. No I coffee mean, and grind. I got a blue check mark now. How cool is that? that is I'm cool. verified. You give Elon money. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I love Elon Musk. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. I, I just don't stream on Twitch enough. I, mean, I also th think no that George Soros is Magneto. <laughs> poor Magneto. Yeah, poor Magneto. <laughs> but I just don't stream on it. I beat Twilight Princess on Twitch, and I, I was trying to think of something to stream, and I'm like, ah, it's just too, you guys pressure me too much, you know? Russ Bus, tell us about where they can find you on the internet. Rustbus64 on Twitter, and I just hang out on the discords. Uh, he does. He's like a freaking hawk in there. Yes. I mean, I'm ranked number one on the <laughs> Super Nintendo Bros. Uh, Discord. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll just call. I'll just call the ranks close. on all the others. I don't care. <laughs> Coming I'm soon to to post game content. Discord number one. Rust bus. <laughs> He's up there already. I think oh like yeah. When are we four. recording that uh, Matrix Path of Neo post game oh, content? God. Get out of my face. <laughs> I have enough points now, surely. <laughs> all right. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So uh, on that note, thank you for listening, and uh, I promise that'll be the last Zelda we do a seal of quality for for a while. We've done so many. Zelda Seal of Quality. This has been a very, a very Zelda-centric podcast for most of our episodes. It's a Nintendo podcast. What it is a Nintendo podcast. <laughs> Zelda's been the big thing going for Nintendo for the last year of build-up has been to this game. So I promise you're going to get some content about things that are not Zelda that are Nintendo-related. Animal so. Crossing! Bonner therapy session about Mario. Oh, shit. That'd be a fun one. <laughs> so yeah, just, just keep on listening to us. Thank you for listening. And uh, until next time, happy gaming. Thank you.